about as yielding as the pit of a Georgia peach. Jody inspected the puppy, reaching out to touch the sides that shivered with excitement or nervousness, and declared, Sure is a scrawny little runt. He's hungry. I fed him some milk and meat scraps and a piece of bread, and he's still hungry. One small hand stroked the puppy's back. The bones of its spine jutted up through the soft fur, and every rib was clearly visible. I think maybe he was abandoned. Abandoned, Jody corrected, and examined the puppy with the experienced eye of a country girl with the added benefit of a father knowledgeable about medicine. The trembling little beast was a mongrel, probably part hound and certainly the runt of the litter. But the eyes were clear and the dog looked intelligent and eager, despite being so weak from hunger. "'Can't be more than a few months old,' she observed. Bethan nodded and sniffed and wiped her eyes. Jody noted that a pink ribbon from one of the girl's braids was tied around the puppy's neck. Every once in a while the puppy would sit down and work at it with one paw, but then would lose interest and return to staring at Bethan with adoring eyes. "'Mama says I've got to let it go.' But if I do, who will feed it? she mourned. Jody gazed at Bethan, whose hand kept brushing at the puppy with such love, and whose chin still trembled with her sorrow. Jody felt herself touched in a way she couldn't explain at the girl's reluctance to put the small pup back out on his own, with no one to tend to his needs, abandoned once more. A shadow fell over them. Hey, what you got? Jody looked up to find Kirsten Sloan staring at the puppy. Kirsten's father ran the local butcher's shop, and her mother was the sternest teacher in their school. She was the tallest girl in the class, bigger even than many of the boys, and somewhat of a snob and a tyrant. She took one look that swept in Jody, Bethan, and the small puppy all in a glance, sneered at them, then turned to call back down the street, "'Come look!' The runts found herself a runt. Bethan's chin quivered, but she kept her voice steady as she said, Leave my puppy alone. Kirsten seemed to enjoy tormenting those smaller and weaker, and Bethan was often her favorite victim. Her eyes glinted as she reached for the little dog. I can touch him if I want. Without thinking, Jody coiled herself up and sprang at Kirsten. The larger girl was caught completely off guard and went sprawling in the dust. For one moment, Jody felt triumph, then surprise. She hadn't expected her effort to bring such immediate results. But the satisfaction soon turned to concern when she glimpsed an adult shape coming their way. She put on a contrite expression and reached down to Kirsten. I'm sorry. Here, let me help you. I... I stumbled. Kirsten slapped the hand away and scrambled to her feet, fists clenched at her sides. You did it on purpose! I'm gonna... Here, here, what's this? Miss Charles, the new teacher at their school, was upon them in an instant. Now, just a minute, Kirsten. Didn't you hear Jody tell you it was an accident? Jody stepped back and breathed a sigh of relief. For reasons she couldn't quite understand, Miss Charles had taken an instant liking to her. The knowledge made her feel safe enough to say, in a slightly smug tone, I don't know what happened. I must have slipped. Did not, Kirsten hissed between her teeth. 
The look she turned on Jody said clearly that she knew what had happened and was in no mind to let it pass without retribution, even though she felt unable to do anything about it at the moment. If I catch the slightest wind of anything more between you two, the teacher said, reading the situation correctly, I will take it up personally with your mother's. Do I make myself perfectly clear? Kirsten subsided to an angry scowl, and Jody lowered her eyes in submission and nodded slowly. I asked you a question, Miss Charles said, turning to Kirsten and using her warning voice. Kirsten gave a single nod, then turned and fled, shouting over her shoulder as she ran, All right for you, Jody Harland! Jody turned back to Miss Charles and gave her a proper curtsy, something she ordinarily would have done only after pleadings from her mother, or maybe a nickel from her dad. Thank you, Miss Charles. I'm sorry to have disturbed your day.